You are now entering the fourth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 14 of the Fort Podcast. Woo! Right. Episode 14! <laughs> Just so you guys know, uh, uh, I am Ed Galvez. Uh, going around the room, I have my co-host, Kevin Ford. And, hey, what's up? And our producer and co-host, Mike Constantini. Hey, everybody. Jesus Christ, you sound back. like crap. <laughs> Mike, what's wrong with you? My sinuses are draining a little bit, and... Uh... My voice is uh, a little fucked up. Why would you sabotage the show recording? Like, if yeah, it sounds awful. You knew we were going to record tonight. Yeah, we could have recorded yeah. another night. I think it's totally unprofessional on your part. I had you know an opportunity what? last night to really fuck up my voice and have some fun, <laughs> but I said no, because there's responsibility. <laughs> well, I don't intentionally fuck up my voice. It's a sinus draining issue. Yeah. <laughs> now, there's always a choice, Mike. Now, hopefully, before we have our guest on tonight, my voice will clear up a little bit. It usually does. It just takes a little while to get, you know, warmed up uh-huh. when this happens. So You've made promises before. By the time the guest is here, I'm sure my voice will be fine. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> well, thank God they're not here yet. Because I we're mean... totally recording on the same day. Oh, totally. Yeah. 100% yeah. recording. Absolutely. <laughs> Every, everything's like real time. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, uh, on to more important news. Why aren't we doing a movie review anymore, huh? Why? 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 <laughs> well, um, yeah, I don't well, know. Do you want to uh, answer that, Kevin? or? <laughs> yeah, apparently I pissed some people off with my review of Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Got a lot of hate mail. Oh yeah, Michael Bay's people were. <laughs> oh yeah, they. Uh, How dare you call out our shitty production? Yeah, I, I mean, apparently you know, I mean, fourteen episodes in, we wield a mighty influence here in Hollywood. You yeah. know, so people are getting upset about us trashing all their you know million dollar productions <laughs> like how dare you say it was okay yeah <laughs> if drunk <laughs> how, how dare you uh, blacklist our names that way it was specifically my drunk rate of b minus for nightmare on <laughs> elm street that they took issue with right they're like it's easily a drunk b plus <laughs> <laughs> well so anyway because we've gotten so many so much hate mail yeah, like a hate, uh, vicious, vicious hate mail. We may actually just turn the movie review section into like a written part of the uh, the website. Yeah. So you guys, you know, we might just start like writing reviews from the movies that we watched and we just might start putting them up on the website. That way we keep the show a little shorter and we have a little more time for the intro. Yeah. We have a little more time with our guests. Write in and tell us what you think. If you're like, oh, I love the movie reviews. then We'll bring then, it back if then, you guys yeah. do, yeah. Uh, yeah. But if you're like, uh, good riddance to bad rubbish, we'll be like, hey, well. Yeah, yeah it's fun. just something we're trying, so <laughs> we don't, if you, you know. st- if you stage some kind of flash mob demonstration outside of Mike's place, you yeah. know, about where everybody starts dancing to I love the movies or I don't know. <laughs> you you figure it out, flash mob. I'm I mean, not, if you're I'm not if good you're, at that stuff. If you are devastated... <laughs> We are not doing our movie reviews anymore. Just write in, yeah. And we'll do them. We'll we'll do them again. We just need like we just need two people, two, two people, people to write at in the most. Yeah, to write want in the movies, <laughs> and we'll do it. Yeah, we'll actually do it. Uh, how's your guys' week's been? Um, my my week's been pretty good. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to recollect something interesting. Well, I went to a I went to a swanky Hollywood party. Ooh. Show off in the Hollywood Hills. What? That's that's where you live. That's where they have fountains. Yeah. Well, this is in the but, Hollywood. But this is in the. Um, we're in the Hollywood Hills right now. This is off of Sunset, <laughs> like north of Sunset. Um, this this place was a mansion. Was Heidi and Spencer there? They could have been. Did I mean, Did you see some celebrities though? No, I didn't. No. What? No, it was a very swanky Hollywood party. I didn't fit in at all. the The deal was some friends of ours were throwing a uh, like a benefit 
And so the thing was in the Facebook page, it said like, you go to this really cool house. There's free booze, free food. You pay 40 bucks, Gee. but the money goes to charity. Mm-hmm. So uh, when we got there, we learned that only 10% of that money was going to charity. Well, mansions are expensive, you know, they're well, every month. But what it was was mortgage. basically this mansion was owned by a gold trader who's never what? home. A gold trader. He trades gold <laughs> like pirates. Like, arr. You know, wow! <laughs> I, I like how you thought we didn't know what a pirate was. <laughs> like the R sold it, yeah. So, anyway, he's a really rich, you know, gold trader. He's a Somali. So, yeah, exactly. He's never been. He, he's he's usually not home, right? So, the gold trader's friend decided, like, "Hey, man, we should rent out your place for parties." You know, like, I'll give you the money to rent it out, and we'll just have huge parties here since you're not home. Mm-hmm. So, this is what he does. So he rents the place out for like $3,000. And then he hires bartenders, caterers, bar, uh, like, uh, oh, this party was, people. Party people. There were actually girls there in bikinis that were hired to be there. And just walk around in bikinis? Walking around in bikinis, yeah. That's hot. Yeah. yeah. And then he gets like alcohol. He gets like um, vodka companies. Tito's wasn't there. But he gets vodka companies to, uh, you know, basically just set up shop. And sponsor it. Now, here's the thing. Here's the catch. He has, like, some charity group come in. So, he gives them 10%. He takes 90%. But if the cops very come... charitable. If the cops come, <laughs> they say it's a charity event. Oh. Mm. So, that's the thing. Because you can't... You can't do that. You can't have a party... With a cover. With a cover, because then you're a nightclub. And you have to have permits for that. Oh. So, this is how the guy gets around it. Yeah. So, anyway, we show up. So, the whole thing's... Uh... Yeah, a bit of a shakedown. Okay, so first of all, we had to catch, we had to catch a van, <laughs> uh, a shuttle, down at the comedy store on Sunset mm-hmm. to take us up there. So we we took the van up, and uh, when we got there, it was pretty crazy, like uh, mansion, total mansion, and a lot of people that were younger than me, a lot of young Hollywood wannabe types, mm-hmm. just real trendy people. You know, not the real deal like us. Yeah, exactly. Like anytime they're talking to you, they're like looking past you to see who else they can talk to. Well, I mean, the people that didn't recognize me from the fort didn't come up to me. (laughs) But uh, but immediately when I got there, some dude like I was walking outside, some dude's like, oh, hey, he came up and he hugged me. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, he probably knows me from the fort. (laughs) Right. But then he looked at me. And he's like, oh, you're not the guy I thought I was. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought you were Kevin Ford. So he just turned around, yeah. Mm. But uh, anyway, it was really, really swanky people. This gigantic mansion. I mean, it, this is like a mansion. Hundreds of rooms, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. The funniest part was when we were sitting at a table uh, downstairs. All of a sudden, like, water was leaking through the ceiling. So we walked upstairs to see what the deal was. There was a private party in this room. Like these these guys, they uh, they rented it out. Private walk- party in the private party. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like Zoolander. It was like a private party within a private party. Uh-huh. We walked in and the shower was running in the bathroom, and it was flooding over into the floor. Ha! Huh. And there were guys taking showers 
and snorting cocaine. Uh, and that was the scene. I got a visual, but I don't yeah. think it's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so I'm glad I wasn't there. We went up to the third floor, and uh, there was a movie playing in, in this movie theater. Movie mm-hmm. theater in the house. The Devil Wears Prada was playing. Oh, okay. Something like that. Good party movie. And then there was just Somebody like... not selling this party. <laughs> <laughs> there were DJs on every floor. It was it was crazy. Was was a lot of dancing? A lot of dancing, yeah. Were the bikini you, girls dancing? Kevin, you would have had a great time. Because <laughs> I like looking at cute girls? Well, no, because you would have danced up a storm. Oh, not <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, it was just a weird experience. But my favorite part of the night was when we came back down to catch the shuttle back down. We got in the shuttle and... Uh, like at that time, it was just a few people or whatever. The guy that was driving was talking to this this one girl in the shuttle with us. So it was just a few of us. Mm-hmm. And I guess he knew her because he was saying, the, the guy that was driving was saying like, oh yeah, you know, I, uh, I totally quit cigarettes. I just went cold turkey, stopped. I breathe a lot better. I don't do that anymore. Don't smoke uh, weed anymore. Uh, I stopped doing alcohol. So I'm pretty clean right now. Mm-hmm. Then he's like, but I still do E, I still do mushrooms, and I still do LSD. <laughs> and well, those are back to your lungs. <laughs> yes. But the other stuff is, you know, <laughs> so I thought it was really funny, but that was our night. It was, it was yeah. rather interesting. Point you know? of the story yeah. is I breathe better. Yeah. And your face is melting. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, I went to a party, uh, this was years ago, like like in 02. It was at, uh, like, Shane Black, you know, the guy that wrote... Uh, uh, lethal Weapon. Wow, yeah. Shane and, Black. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, good movie. Good movie. <laughs> he's in the studio with us right now. <laughs> anyway, uh, he has like a crazy Halloween party like every year, and um, mm. I, I had some friends that were catering on it, and I'd done a favor for them, so they're like, "Oh, we can get you into this party." And I was like, "Hot dog!" So I, I went there, and, and it was it was it was it was a lot of fun. Like same deal. It's like he rents out his uh, his party for uh, not his party, but his house for like. Uh, um, for like movie shoots and yeah, yeah. for parties for other people, but Halloween is like his thing, and um, like those celebrities there, like Vince Vaughn was there and whatever. Um, and my girlfriend at the time had been to parties there before, and she's like, "Oh, let me give you a tour." So she took me upstairs and to the attic and where he has like his own like private uh, theater up there. Um, wow, oh, this yeah. is cool. And then there's like this weird like small like opening, kind of like a like a like an Alice in Wonderland type <laughs> like like a portal sort of. And then there's like another room that's small. Anyway. But like, do you have to get on your hands and knees and crawl through it, or at least crawl? Yeah, is down. it like is it like in Candyman where you actually have to crawl through Candyman's mouth? Like, a I didn't go through, okay. but she yeah. told me oh. that supposedly because that that used to be Rock Hudson's house, <laughs> and wow. and she told me that like sub- legend has it that inside that room was where he contracted the HIV virus, and I was like, in my head, like I was like, what? So like in my head, like like on the other side, there was just a bunch of broken glass and like syringes <laughs> and like dead monkeys, just like, <laughs> like a candy man. But yeah, <laughs> this is a perfect parallel. Yeah, yeah, that's where they shot Candyman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, he had, his house is in Green Green, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> go. Um, he's probably on the Hollywood tour bus. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you know, I was going to say, though, you know, the weirdest thing about that party that I just I realized, like, how out of touch I am with the younger generation. You're not that, that old, Mike. That whole party scene. What did, what, what did you uh, dress up with? Did you put on your hip clothes? No, I wore my jeans and that's uh, hip. A dis- <laughs> a dis- Topless odd, jeans. This odd Disney shirt that a friend of mine got me. Oh, like a denim shirt with an embroidered like Tigger on the on, on the. No, front. no, like, no. That's pretty <laughs> it's uh, it's actually a video game shirt. It's kind of weird, but um, but yeah, just just a weird night. Like just I I just realized like 
wow, this is like, this is what like being at a party in the show The Hills would probably be like. It's kind of <laughs> weird. A lot of fake people, a lot of, I'm sure a lot were nice, but like I didn't have any desire to talk to anybody. Everybody looked like a bunch of douchebags. Basically, yeah. And and a lot of them were, you could tell. It was just, there were guys in fedoras. Yeah, isn't, yeah, isn't it weird? You, you could just tell a douchebag just by looking at him. Like yeah, a, a lot like of the time. I, I've gotten pretty decent at that, and I could definitely tell. There was some Australian guy there that was like trying to make his rounds with all the girls, and mm-hmm. he was the guy that actually like rented the house. Oh. And he was like, he had a video camera, and he was like giving interviews and shit. Weird. It was just a very bizarre. Meanwhile, when you look out, like we were on the, the fifth floor of this house, five floors, and you look out and you see the entire, it's like being at the Getty. You see the entire Los Angeles, wow. like basin. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. I bet that gold trader gets so many chicks. Yeah, it's amazing. And I, I'm like, dude, I'm gonna get into gold. Yeah, gold, man. Yeah. Where's that? R. <laughs> no, that's more leprechaun. Anyway, cut you off. But that was my that was my thing from the whole thing. I I well the thing was I saw Toy Story three finally. Nice. And it was it was awesome. But it was funny. Like when we when I went. Uh, I had a weird interaction. It was like kind of like a who's line, uh, who's on first thing because uh, I, I go up to the ticket person and I admit fault, okay? Because I go, uh, one for TS3. And and uh, she goes, what? I was like, oh, Toy Story 3. And she goes, three? And I was like, yes. And then she goes, 33.75. And I was like, no, one! <laughs> I like that as if, though, she says three. Yeah. As if, like, oh, yeah, part one and two are playing, too. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and you're, yeah, you're, in, in your head, you were like, no, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was part like, well, hold on, I'm going to go buy a soda so I can throw it in your face. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> but I did have, a, like, I love the movie. I thought it was, I thought good, it was yeah. fantastic. Uh, it, I, have it not, made me feel. I have not seen a, a Toy Story yet. What? What's wrong with you? I just never saw them, but it's good. I, I it's should so probably good. see all three. Yeah. Okay. It's so good. Ed, Toy Story 3, drunk grade, sober grade? Uh, a plus, A plus. Yeah. yeah. All right. Movie reviews. We got them back. But, wow. here, here, but here was- Yeah, we just brought back movie reviews. <laughs> <laughs> but that's awesome, Ed. You've never given an A plus to anything. Well, because I haven't seen Toy Story 3 yet. Wow. <laughs> but uh, yeah. anyway, um, here's, here's what's going on in part three. Um. Uh, Andy is is the kid that owns all the toys. All right, so they've uh, like, so he's China. What he's China essentially? Yeah, if you want to make a global political yeah reference out of it. Yeah. yeah, what are you talking? Are you talking about? <laughs> well, China makes most of the toys. So. Andy's the sleeping giant. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Well, he's just he's, he's going to take over the world. Quit being weird. <laughs> I'm just trying to make my point here. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he, he, he owns these toys, so it's like uh, he was a kid in part one and I guess older in part two. So in part three, uh, he's off to college. So like all the toys are like, oh, we haven't been played within years. So like, it, like I was just like, oh, my God. So they saw him through his awkward teenage years. Uh, like, they're, like, uh, like in my head, I was just like, like I want to see the years when they're like, oh, why isn't Andy playing with us? Like, peek through like the the, the toy box. Like, what the hell is he doing to himself? Like, <laughs> why is he why is he wearing his sister's underwear? <laughs> What's he doing to that melon? Why is his hair dyed black? Yeah. He's cutting himself. <laughs> what is he listening to that to that that weird music by the Smiths and writing bad poetry? <laughs> uh, but. Uh, but yeah, it was it was good. Great. Uh, but yeah. you know what's even better? Huh. Our next guest. 
Ah, yes. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to find out who it is. It's Raj Desai. Yeah, Raj Desai. <laughs> Raj is fantastic. He's a hilarious comedian. You've seen him on The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. You've seen him on uh, Comedy Central's Lab at Gotham. He performs all over the country. This guy is, is uh, oh, one of my favorites. Excited out. He yeah, just, he just did the 40th anniversary of Punk House. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, me and Mike were there. It was a big yeah. blast. It was a blast. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And he's very funny. Like, his stand-up is really, really mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. yeah. But before the interview, we have a commercial from uh, one of our old sponsors, Half-Ass Productions. I love those guys. Yeah, they got something uh, they think you all enjoy. And then after that, stick around for Raj Desai. Trouble in Megaville. The brave actions of our heroes, Laura and Holly, have come to the attention of nefarious crime lord, Mr. Big. You mean they got the whole shipment? I'm afraid so, boss. Damn it! How can a caveman and a cheerleader be causing me so much trouble? Well, Laura's really strong and Holly's pretty so I'm maybe... being hypothetical, you nitwit. Now tell me some good news before I rip out your throat. Oh, uh, our guys stole the animals from Smiley's petting zoo just like you wanted. They're being loaded in a truck right now. Wonderful. It's time old man Smiley learned that nobody runs a business in Megaville without paying me protection. Meanwhile, across town, Mr. Big's henchmen have just finished loading their adorable ill-gotten goods. Okay, that's the last animal. Eddie, get back here and help me pull down this door. Not so fast, scumbags. Those animals totally belong to Smiley's Petting Zoo. Lore, like old man Smiley. Ah, crap. It's Lore and Holly. Never mind the door, Eddie. Start the truck. Get us out of here. Come on, Lore. We have to stop him. Hurry up, Eddie. They're gaining on us. Try throwing something at him. Yeah, good idea. Hey, Lore and Holly. Hope you like chicken. Holly, be careful. It's okay, Lore. I got this. Look out. Sheep. Still want more? How about some ponies? But Holly easily avoids the cuddly projectiles and speeds up to overtake the thieving truck. Eddie, they're on our left. Ram them. <laughs> Good job, Eddie. Now they're behind us again. What? Where's the big guy? As if an answer, Eddie gets a terrible surprise as Laura leaps down from the roof onto the hood of the speeding truck, club in hand. What the? Laura, hate windshield. Oh, no. Stop. I can't see. The truck veers wildly out of control through a guardrail towards a cliff and over straight into Megaville Harbor. Stop! Hold me. God, Lord, no! Holly, <coughs> Holly, Lord, you're okay. You were able to like jump off in time. Lord, jump good. You totally do. Come on, let's go home. Once again, death was narrowly avoided for our crime-fighting duo, but can tragedy be far behind in the escalating war with Mister Big? Find out when you join us next time for the exciting adventures of Lore and Holly. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Raj Desai to the studio. Woo! Raj oh, yes. Desai! Thank awesome! Thank you. Uh, Wonderful. Thank you. Raj, thank you so much for coming and doing the show. And also, thank you so much for doing the four-year anniversary of the Punk House. Oh, uh, my pleasure. Like, Both, uh, yeah. Last week. Yeah, uh, Kevin and I got the pleasure of seeing you perform live, and uh, you're a very funny stand-up. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Good your, uh, yeah. you I like your joke about uh, Andre 3000. That was, that was funny. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In particular, sure. I enjoyed sure. it. Yeah, we enjoyed your stand up <laughs> yeah. a lot. So, oh, thanks. Everybody yeah. listening, if you get a chance to see this guy, you should. Or, or check him out online. Or yeah. or uh, whatever it takes, people. What neighborhood do you live in? Uh, over in uh, uh, Sil- Mir- Silver Lake and Miracle Mile. <laughs> Miracle Mile. Just uh, 
Every day at the Burger King at uh, Highland and Wilshire. He never closes oh his blinds, so when he showers, <laughs> yeah. he'll give you a, a nice show. <laughs> he tells jokes in his sleep, so just hang out by his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> now, the Miracle Dude, Mile, that, that's, a, that's a pretty cool spot to live, though. There's a lot going on there. Uh, you know, it's you know what I like about it is that it's central to like everything. Yeah, there's I a lot of stuff there. I wouldn't say it's... it's cool. I mean, where I live, basically... There's uh, every time I tell people where I live, I live near Highland and Wilshire. Not every time, but I'd say one out of five times, someone tells goes, "Oh, there's that horrible Chinese restaurant right there." I'm like, yeah, "I guess it is. I don't I've never been." But that's the main review. And there's a Radio Shack that some people have visited right there. I, there's a shopping strip that has an El Pollo Loco, a Fat Burger, and like a coffee shop with a you know a coffee pun name. I can't remember like what's brewing or something. You know, something like that. I'm kind of I'm kind of yeah. curious as to why the Chinese restaurant is so bad. <laughs> I'm sort of curious too. <laughs> like you just have people telling I, you around the actually that's yeah. why they're doing so good because everyone's like, oh dude, you got to go eat at this yeah, place. Yeah. This is the worst. <laughs> they're not gonna believe how bad it is. You got to so, go there once. I know. I, know. I, I uh, ordered in Chinese food from uh, this uh, one of one of the menus I have. You know, like in my apartment. Yeah. And uh, like uh, the, the first time I ordered it, like my dish came. There was a staple in there. A staple Wait, in my food. Wow. Like, yeah. like like a staple seasoning, like 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 a MSG is a staple. I'm talking like, like a metal, like, like like what you put paper together. Exactly. With. Yeah. But that's oh, not food. Was, it was gross. <laughs> it wasn't food at all. Yeah. Like punctured my gum. I'm like, what the ah? Yeah. Uh, to their never defen- again. To their defense, because uh, I because uh, I work at a restaurant. Not to brag, everybody, mm-hmm. but uh. uh like sometimes just stuff like uh, like the vegetables, like the lettuce is like wrapped in like a like stuff from the box or whatever, and it just mm-hmm. kind of gets lost in there. But I worked at Subway when I was sixteen, from sixteen to eighteen, and yep. like I shouldn't have been in charge of food. <laughs> but, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you sure. should have put sixteen sure. year olds in charge of food. Sure. But like I remember one time, like I was making a sandwich, and then because uh, I had to wear a visor and I had longer hair then, so I thought I felt my hair kind of pull out of my hat and just hit the rim of the of the of the visor and then as i was looking down I, I, a roach fell from my Aye. hat oh. it fell from the ceiling to my hat which i thought was my hair uh. and then it fell and you know it's subway so i'm making it in front of them and it fell right into the mayo Ooh. and then i was like eep so then like i threw a glob of mayo over the roach and then uh-huh. like i scooped from the other side so i wouldn't Ooh. see it and then so the- <laughs> You you essentially buried the roach in the mail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I was trying to get out of the situation as as fast as possible without anybody <laughs> freaking out. <laughs> yeah, and, and then uh, no notice. So then I grabbed it and I like threw the whole thing out. Yeah. yeah, and then another time, like I was I was wrapping the sandwich up, and then uh, <laughs> uh, and then as I was wrapping it up, I was like, "Where's my band aid?" And I was like, "God damn oh, it!" Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. Oh. So then I was like, uh, "Hold on, I'll be right back. I need to go put a sticker on this." <laughs> and oh, I ran around the pack, wow. and then uh, it. It was not in the sandwich, but it had uh, it was in the wrapping yeah. of it, and I was just like, "Oh, thank God I yeah. found this because this would have been." Uh... Well, I used to work at Pizza Hut when I was sixteen, um, and a kid, you know, like another other sixteen year old kid, that there was a cook. I was a cook. I wasn't a delivery guy. He had a band aid on his finger. It went into the pizza, got delivered. The people found it, uh, and they called up. Yeah. Ooh. Wait, wait did, were you there when the call came? I was there to hear the uh, the manager <laughs> give them like five free pizzas. <laughs> 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 And but you know charge them for if the you, band-aids. Well, you know what? If you give people free pizzas, that'll pretty much assuage any. They're like, ah, okay, I guess. I mean, because they're already fans of Pizza Hut. They just ordered it. They're not going to eat the band-aid. But Was the like, manager just apologizing? Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm listening. Well, yeah, what, what do you say? We'll, we'll give scoop. you five yeah. pizzas for free. Well, the thing is, the kid made it. You know, he made it. Um, and then... Uh, 
noticed it was gone like you he's like oh man my he's like <laughs> my band-aid is missing <laughs> and i was also like why don't you just wear gloves then you know like if you knew you had a band-aid yeah, but it's yeah. cooked in like a super it's cooked in like 500 degree they, they do nah, it yeah it's probably yeah i mean uh, the, it yeah. burns off band-aids <laughs> that, but the bacteria from it, I guess, yeah, 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 from the yeast yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he was he knew it was coming he's like oh i hope it didn't go into a pizza which of course it did like where else is it gonna go if you're just cooking pizzas nonstop. It's and on, it's on the, a roach as he's scaring away. Yeah. He didn't say anything. Yeah, I mean, he didn't say anything to the manager and the call came and, and he was like, he admitted he did it and they were like, okay, well, don't wear these gloves if you are going to have Band-Aid fingers again. But, I mean, the manager had been doing it a long time and he was so calm about it. It made me think, what else has this guy seen in his time at Pizza Hut? You know, like, uh, oh, my, the murder weapon was in the meat lovers, dude. <laughs> Whatever, like, I, I was in New Orleans last year, and I, uh, I was in this restaurant. Like, just, just, just for a comparison from, like, California to, like, other, like, New Orleans, I guess. Yeah. And um, I'm, it's early in the morning, and the only person there, and ordering these sandwiches. And while I'm sitting there waiting for the sandwiches to get made, a goddamn rat, like a big old rat, like, just, like runs past me. Like like from like the outs mm-hmm. like from outside like into like the kitchen area, <laughs> and um and the woman comes out you know with the sandwiches and I'm like hey uh, like a, a rat just just ran by I just want you to know and she just looks she goes yeah kind of like oh well you know that, that's how that's how it is <laughs> <She's> like, that's, <laughs> that, it's a, that's Harvey I guarantee <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like dude like, in California that would never fly you you would be get you would be yeah. have, you would have a D ma'am exactly you would have yeah. a yeah. big you, uh, D so did you worry about eating the sandwiches after or did ah you, no I don't give a shit yeah. <laughs> but well, I just I just that was hilarious that yeah. there was like no reaction it's like yeah we get yeah, there's rats all the time yeah that's just, that's what shocked me like when I went to New York um like because I went there two summers ago and I like I did a week of shows out there and um. We went to the subway at night, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Because they weren't like far away; they were like on the platform uh-huh. where you were standing, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. and uh-huh. they were they were like puppies. In fact, they were the size of Master Splinter in the movie. Yeah, it's crazy how big they wow. get. Yeah, yeah, and I was just, and I was like, "Why is nobody else freaking out? Like uh-huh. this thing could." <laughs> yeah could tackle me like yeah. it, it was the princess bride they were yeah. rodents yeah. of unusual size my girlfriend said it's good luck when you see them in the subway oh yeah yeah because we were there Your girlfriend's was, full of shit no i was there in new york with her and so we were like looking down and she's like look there's a rat and i was like oh yeah cool make a wish she's honey. like it's it's good luck yeah <laughs> no i'll tell right to her full of shit face i don't care so pretty much anytime you go to the subway you're gonna have good luck because there's rats all the time yeah. Crawling around. Yeah. I got, um, I got, speaking of a Chinese restaurant though, when I was really young, I got bad food poisoning at a Chinese restaurant. And, uh, do you ever get it really good? Food <laughs> <laughs> poisoning? Yeah. Oh, I got the best I food only, poisoning yes. the other day. I only wish that could be good, but <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know what happened, but, uh, I had orange chicken or whatever. And I'm assuming it was the Chinese restaurant, but like, I threw up like an entire night. I think I counted. Wow. I was a kid. I threw up like 20 some times. And it was so bad, like it was like four in the morning. I was still, I was just dry heaving. Mm-hmm. And my mom came in and she was kind of almost mad. She was just like, you've got nothing left to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I know, can't you see I'm suffering? <laughs> Don't talk to me that yeah. way. I brought you into this world. I'll take you out. I was I was eight, by the way, at this point. Wow. wow. <laughs> Your mom yeah. took your frustrations out on you. <laughs> but the worst part is, the worst part is, uh, we were on vacation, actually, I remember. And we went to this, um, this uh, little breakfast place the next day. And I was like, oh, okay, I haven't thrown up in like, you know, an hour. I'm probably okay now. So... <laughs> 
you know, we went, we had breakfast, and uh, I ate the breakfast. Everything was <laughs> was fine. And then um, I literally stood up and I just yorked all uh. over the the. <laughs> The patio area. We were outside, luckily. Mm-hmm. But I just you, remember, you I remember York? this. I, oh, yeah, York. You know, I, like, so it was just pretty... all peppermint patties that came out of your face. <laughs> well, I like that term for it. But anyway, I just, I completely, you know, threw up like all over the place on the outside. And I just remember this old guy was walking by, this older guy. And he's like, oh, kid's not feeling well, huh? <laughs> and then he just walked off. <laughs> and I wanted to look at him and I'm like, no, I'm not feeling well, sir. You know? <laughs> He's just an optimistic fella. Yeah. Doesn't matter what he sees. Yeah. The worst food. So, like, for a long time, I actually couldn't eat at Chinese restaurants. Any, anything orange chicken made me really ill. Mm. And then later in life, I got over it, and then I started eating again. But uh, Yeah. It's, it's good to have orange chicken yeah. in your diet. It's a good thing but, you get yeah. over it. Yeah. But so your famous, <laughs> you know, your, your Chinese place that... Right you got to try this place, then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dare. <laughs> so, Raj, you, you grew up in Texas, right? I did, yeah. How long did you live there? Uh, I mean, since I was like, I did all my school at kindergarten through college. What part of Texas? Uh, it's a town called Arlington. That's like yeah. in, right in the center of the Arlington. Area. Yeah, yeah, it's Dallas it, Fort Worth area. Mm-hmm. That's where King of the Hills based out of. Or, uh, it's, or in it's theory, Arlington. Exactly. Yeah, that was that was. Um, yeah, it is actually. Yeah. It's a very diverse town now, but mm-hmm. when I was young, it was a little like King of the Hill. Yeah, it was. It, I um, I think that show's a great show, but it's a little hard to watch because it's so cl- like. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, people love Tom Landry. I'm telling you, <laughs> people they really do. Just like they make it out in that show, it's like uh, Tom Landry is. Uh, there's a highway they name. They renamed the highway that runs I-30 Interstate 30 wow. <laughs> for that stretch or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Now but, was your was your family always supportive of your comedy career or or comedy uh, like um, choice? It was pretty uh, rough going at first. I mean, they're they're you know, my parents are immigrants and they're conservative people, practical people, not like mm-hmm. um, necessarily Republicans or whatever. But uh, so it was it was uh, it was difficult. <laughs> I think I would have moved to LA sooner to do it if it wasn't for that. But then where exactly did they come from? Yeah, uh, Indian, Indian. We're all we're Indian. Yeah. And so, um, but after, you know, I think, A, they get used to it. Like, they just kind of go, all right, well, this is what he's doing. But uh, I think they thought it was kind of cool when I was on TV. They thought, yeah. oh, that's, that's pretty neat. Like well, because it's, it's a sign of success, you know. You, you, yeah, it's, uh, it's legit. Yeah. It's like, I mean, yeah. you know, you had a goal and you, you yeah, got there. Yeah, and, and yeah. I think it, it stopped, it started, I, I think um, they were like, I, I think the tendency maybe for some people when you tell them you're going to comedy or for a lot of people might be like, oh, he just wants to screw around and do nothing all day. Mm-hmm. And and then when they saw that, they're like, oh, I think he must have had to work pretty hard to do that. Like that just doesn't happen, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't tell him it just fell in your lap, though. You kept that secret. <laughs> <laughs> which, um, which was the show that they yeah. actually saw yeah. you on? Yeah. He, he actually uh, like had a one night stand with Craig Ferguson. That's so right, I was yeah. like, hey. Was it Craig? It was a <laughs> Craig Ferguson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um so I th- I don't know I think I think they um, I think they kind of think it's sort of cool now actually yeah. like they kind of get a kick out of it not that it's I mean I'm not even that successful I mean I you know you're on TV for five minutes at one twenty five in the morning I mean it's not like it's that big a deal <laughs> but uh, um, it, it, I think uh, they they think it's kind of uh, a unique thing you yeah. know what I mean or you know and and I think they sort of respect I think in some degree like. Like, whatever you think of it, like, I always think, even if I see a comedian and they're horrible, 
for the most part, I think, you know, it does take some guts to like move out to New York or LA and try it at least. Like, so I can always respect that. Two grand. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes to move out. You need guts. That's true. That is true. That is, it, all it takes is two grand. And, uh, <laughs> And a temp uh, belonging to a temp agency. <laughs> That's, about That's it, how much yeah. I borrowed from my folks. Yeah. <laughs> Two grand. Did you go to New York first, or did you come out to L.A.? Or? I did. I moved here. I moved here immediately. Straight to, straight to Los Angeles. Yeah, right? and like, um, I moved here thinking, oh, I want to be a comedy writer, and then, and was just like kind of a naive guy about it, and realized pretty quickly. Oh, nobody cares that I wanted there. Nobody was like, hey, welcome to L.A. You want to be a condo? Let's, let's get you some. Here's an application. Here's a drink while you can fill this out. Yeah. So I just started stand up because I had heard, you know, famously a lot of people had in comedy had started that way to break into writing. So that that was why I started. And I, I kind of liked it um, pretty much pretty much immediately. I liked it. I was pretty bad, obviously, at first. <laughs> I mean, most people are. But I guess I. I liked uh, I liked it. And I didn't know any better. Like I think some people maybe who move here, kind of you go to some of the shows in LA and they're sort of known, like especially the open mics for being pretty lousy. You got coffee, either at coffee shops or bars, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, I guess this is what everybody does. Like I guess this is what you know. I, did, I didn't expect anything beyond if people paid attention, I was just happy. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they're not even working on their laptops or looking at me. That's pretty, that's pretty good. It's pretty good, I figured. So I, I Then you realize your fly was down. You're like, oh, God yeah, damn it. I, know, I, know. <laughs> I know. In some ways, I was like a little... I look back and I think if I had known any better, I would have just been like, this is a colossal disaster. <laughs> what you have done. Like, this is not good. But I just was like, well, I guess this is where... Uh, well, Johnny Carson must have played you know, coffee <laughs> shop. Yeah. I just didn't know any better. I was just Johnny that Carson down. was at the Unurban Cafe <laughs> back, right. back in the Carson 30s. was at the Unurban, a, a legendarily uh, crappy open mic that I ran for a little while, actually, uh, for a brief brief window, yeah. Oh, I did, I, that was a complete accident that I said. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Don't, uh, don't apologize. It's... it's, it's <laughs> It's probably the longest running bad coffee shop open mic in Los Angeles. So it's going on. Uh, it goes on Thursdays at nine thirty. Guys, go check it out if yeah. you want to <laughs> hear uh, uh, guys discussing masturbation and pornography. That's pretty much what goes on there. Go if you want to hear people not laugh. If <laughs> <laughs> you like silence, deafening <laughs> silence, go there. You like there. silence with your comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. But I mean, that's pretty cool. You, you played some pretty big places out here. I mean, you played the Largo. Yeah, that's a pretty big place yeah um, that was that was as far as comedy goes the ice house is a pretty famous place out here yeah yeah Pasadena. i mean it was you know the i the coolest thing about the ice house is that you walk in there and i'm a huge fan of like steve martin and david letterman they got these pictures of them oh, yeah. from like the seven that's probably the cool thing about doing that largo was without a doubt like i it was my f- the favorite place to so that's do. a cool club like, without a doubt yeah, yeah that's they, a they cool moved club. to a new location and um yeah they they now have a bigger theater, yeah yeah and actually yeah. they do more music there now but exactly uh, yeah you know i went uh I, I would see john bryan perform there a yeah. lot yeah yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, paul f tompkins exactly yeah, yeah yeah had a great show there for a yeah. long time yeah. i don't know if he still does but uh I mean, they would you would pack the place, and yeah. yeah, it's a pretty prestigious place to play. You can't just get a gig there. Yeah, it was it was definitely. I mean, to this day, that was my favorite place. I mean, I maybe got to do it five times, and I just it was. I love doing it because it, it it was such a small the old location. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't that big, so if you just got like a hundred people in there, it just sounded like 
Incredible. I don't know. I'm a big fan of low ceilings in comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I really think it helps a lot. Low ceilings. Low ceilings, yeah. Yeah, and that place has low ceilings, and it was just like... <laughs> And it was cool, and you would go in there and see all the pictures of the famous people and stuff. And yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's neat. Like you get to do this place that whatever Jack Black or Stephen yeah. Colbert or people like that did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, but you know what? Like any place, kind of in L.A. is a little like that. Like believe it or not, the Unurban. I'm told. Rumor <laughs> has it, Mitch Hedberg did, used to do the Unurban. Really? I'm, rumor has it. I can't confirm that. But, you know, that'd be pretty awesome. He, he stumbled in on like, yeah. some acid haze. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. well, what what yeah. is this? Like, I, I just want to get my shoe shine. That's the other weird thing about LA is you would think, oh, these big comedians, they wouldn't do this place. But because there's so many comedians clogging up the improv or whatever place you might think they would do, they're like, all right, I guess I better do this room. You know what I mean? Like, I have to do it to work on my stuff. I have to go do you know the unurban mm-hmm. so. let me ask you this because you ran that thing for a while and, sure. and and you get everything from uh name comics you know working on their craft yeah. to near homeless to homeless people going up and and, uh-huh. and yes. shouting <laughs> yes. uh, what's, what's kind of like the the worst or most memorable uh experience or uh uh, uh, the most memorable experience hosting that thing keep in mind there's a window right behind the stage there is a stage it's not just like right and it's you know right near where they make the coffee, so you're yeah. grinding and stuff like that. Mm. And uh, like my standard joke was when there was like coffee machine, I'd be like, "Oh, Radiohead's recording a new album." Next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what I'd always say. And sometimes people would laugh, sometimes they wouldn't. You guys were generous, but uh, <laughs> but there's a window right behind uh, the Just, performers, yeah. and it's it's you you, you probably have been there, Ed, right? Once, and, and it's yeah. it's open. The curtains are open, and uh, a comedian. I won't I won't say his name just because. I mean, he's probably homeless. I'm guessing. I, I can't verify that. Boone Shagalaka? Uh, it is not Boone Shagalaka, but they are similar in tone. <laughs> <laughs> Shun, anyway. Shun Bakalaka. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, removed his pants on stage. Wow. And, uh, and the manager was like, you got to get him off. <laughs> like, um, And there wasn't really... Any was like any, set? It was, was like there he any was bit? no. He <laughs> like, was like he was that? talking about whatever. Like you know, just like I don't know. Like uh, Dayton's hard, and then just boom, and you're like, what? <laughs> 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 like fully removed it, and then it was just awkward. And there's uh, it's in Santa Monica, and there's the big blue bus. I don't know if you've seen it. I swear to God, he takes out his pants. The bus pulls up right behind the window <laughs> and opens the door. And you're like, this couldn't be a bigger disaster. But uh, and nobody said anything. I mean, and I think in the room, there was mostly comedians. And once you're like, I mean, Ed, you, you know, you just get used to, after about a week of comedy, you're like, oh, there's crazy guys at these shows. And that's just how it is. And, you know, it's not like that big a deal. But that's probably the oddest by far. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've been there twice, like a uh-huh. long time ago. And both yeah. times I went there. Um, a homeless guy just wandered in off the street and like took a seat and fell asleep, like kind of yeah. close to the stage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like started we, snoring loudly. <laughs> we were doing a, a Pangea show. Pangea is uh, an improv group yeah. that Ed and I are in, and uh, we were at this place called. Everyone the, knows. Everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> we were at this place called the Next Stage. We were about to go on, and this this weird. I mean, this bum. He was almost Russian. I don't even know, but he walked in, and he wanted to go up and perform with us and i remember uh joe who's another guy in our group yeah. joe's like oh yeah yeah uh you know what you want to see the show because we couldn't understand him he was kind of like rambling uh-huh. Uh-huh. so joe i think thought this guy wanted 
see the show. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, Joe knew this guy is a bum. But Joe said, oh, yeah, just go talk to the ticket man. <laughs> he passed him on to the ticket guy. Like, you know, the ticket guy is going to be like, okay, it's $5 to get in. <laughs> you know? Which was probably a great adventure member. But then I, I, he started talking to me. And he's like, can I perform with you or whatever? That's oh. what, at least what I made out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was and Mitch Hedberg. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. But I said, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. It's very complicated, very yeah. complicated. You know, like, mm. and it, it just tried, tried yeah. to. He wanted to go home with you that's what he the wanted. reason why is because uh the yeah. the next stage is next to or it's the trade stage is next to the next stage the next stage has uh what i've been told is the most famous worst aa meeting in like in the oh, country okay. in fact it's okay. it's is that le- for real yeah, yeah i believe it yeah. a lot yeah. of time and, you know we kind of felt bad about it sometimes because we would have shows like with kevin kevin mm-hmm. is in a group called the great adventure mm-hmm. and we would do joint shows there yeah. But we would bring beer and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then in the in the stage yeah, over right. was the Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> okay. And I, at times I think we were there coinciding. Yeah. So like, yeah, here we like, have all like, this beer. Yeah, they'd be on and cigarette we're doing break. This comedy and stuff. then our shows would get out and we'd yeah. be like yeah. all these people just hanging out beer cans, like woo. Yeah. And we like, found this out by accident. Yeah, you know, yeah. But I knew that it was famous because I work. I used to work at the Pentamento Cafe, which is that restaurant in Lacma. And there's uh, like a, the majority of the people that work there were in recovery, so okay. morale was yeah. always very high there. Yeah. And uh, and yeah. uh, and then I would try to plug the show, and they're like, "Oh, over like uh, at the at the next stage." And I was like, "Yeah, like that's like the most famous, like oh, horrible, yeah, like yeah. like that's where it's, it's a circus." And I was like, yeah. "What?" And um, why is it though? It's just like the people are. I don't know. Uh, you you go in there, and it's a mix of. Uh, because it's it's a late night one. Yeah, I know. I noticed. I'm so, like, why are they having an AA meeting? So it's a mix, weekend, it's a mix yeah. of homeless people just trying to get in, uh, you know, some some yeah. shelter because it's uh-huh. free coffee or whatever, yep. and and recovering addicts and and, yeah. and lots of people like sorting through their things and but. And it's uh, right above a bar too. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it is. It's right above the woods. It's this, well, yeah. I mean, I'll just this say very it. weird bar. Like when you walk in, you feel like you're a hobbit because uh, you're walking yeah. in. <laughs> like there's tree stumps. Yeah, that you yeah, sit yeah. On. I'll yeah. talk about it. Uh, the reason why I, I went in there one time because uh, back in like '04, I got a DUI, and uh, so part of my thing was I had to go, go through yeah, six yeah, yeah. Uh, six weeks of uh, of um, like I had to go to AA meeting like once a week for Ooh. six weeks. Yeah. Uh, and uh, okay, backstory. The first one I went to. Uh, well, you get this like directory, and it has like every like it's kind of like open mics. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like yeah, every sure, meeting, like sure. in like in every town, uh-huh. and like the times, and like um. And I was like, okay. And my schedule was crazy at the time because I was like doing like IO and UCB at the same time, uh-huh. and and like had multiple jobs and stuff. So I was like, okay, well, all right. Here's one in like uh like West Hollywood at, from like six to nine, and then I can make my show at ten o'clock. Yeah, perfect. So the first one I went to was was in fact across the street from where I live now, and and I run in no and way, I, and then I I find out when I'm there that it's that it's a basically an all gay AA meeting, <laughs> and I'm just like whatever as long as they sign off on my yeah, paper like let's do out, it. Yeah. Um. But and you know an AA meeting like whether or not you're an why alcoholic. Would they, or not. Why would they subdivide that? <laughs> well, it's also <laughs> the know, neighborhood. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. AA is one thing, but like yeah. why would you make it an all? Gay, like AA it's like it's like you know, or like an all Ch- chocolate Sundays, an yeah. all <laughs> an all white 
uh, AA or an all or black a, AA or, or all male, <laughs> all female. All, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like why subdivide that even? Yeah. Sixty-five and over <laughs> AA meeting. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just really odd. Yeah, that is odd. Well, it's more also the neighborhood. Probably also, the neighborhood, yeah. and yeah, yeah, also yeah. like I, I can also understand because if someone's gay, like they don't want to uh, open up themselves like if they're like an oc where it's like everyone's like republican yeah. or like oh yeah. boo you should yeah. you should have killed yourself on drugs like what <laughs> I, you know i guess that would be even worse yeah i never even thought of that that's but. god's plan of course <laughs> you got alcoholism that's but right. but <laughs> I, sw- I swear to god this happened when i was there and, and like so i was like oh this is awkward because i i'm at a AA meeting for like the first time in my life and, yeah. and i'm just trying to get through this um next to me like Across the aisle for me, there was uh, a, a a fellow who fit the demographic of the room, uh, batting his eyes and making smoochy faces at me. <laughs> and, and I was like, "Oh, Ed, you had an admirer." But yeah, yeah. Well, on one hand, I felt pretty. On the other <laughs> hand, I was like, "Of course you're there," and of yeah. course, because this wasn't awkward enough. <laughs> like, like it just, you know. I I'd I feel flattered. I mean, yeah, like, it's I, always good to be flattered. I've, I've um I I I did. Have, he wasn't like, my a, type though. <laughs> I had a, a like a gay guy. I think at like a movie mm-hmm. theater once, and he thought I don't know for some reason he may have thought I was gay, but he was kind of you know. And I'm like, but I was saying to myself, ah, it's cool, it's a compliment, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was. I mean, anytime a, yeah. you anytime you have someone hitting on you, yeah, it's okay. it's complimentary, isn't it? Not. I was right, I was at the Abbey one time. And uh, with some coworkers, you know, it was just kind of like, a, hey, let's go hang out. I didn't even know this was a, a gay place. It was my first time there. And I go in there and I'm like, we're pretty drunk before we get there. And I start getting scotches and I look around. I'm like, oh, it's a gay bar. Okay, whatever. And I start talking to this guy and uh, we're, we're talking about uh, Charlton Heston movies. We're talking about Planet of the Apes and like Ben-Hur and like Omega Man, like just all the stuff, you know, we're like, you know, having a good time. And then my friends uh, want to go. And they're like, okay, Kevin, come on. I'm like, all right, buddy. Hey, it's good talking to you. And he's like, hey. And he, um, he gives me his number. And he's like, hey, maybe uh, you can call me sometime. We can, we can uh, watch some movies together. And I'm like, what? I'm like, we were just like, that's weird. We were just talking about. And then I put it together. And I'm like, oh. And I, like, I, 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 <laughs> yes. and I felt used. I'm like, yeah. this whole time I thought you appreciated our yeah. talk about Charles. You just want to have <laughs> sex with me. How dare you, sir? But, you know, funny enough, Kevin, like when you and I first started getting to know each other, I think it was the same thing. Like I gave you my number. I said, yeah, let's watch movies and stuff, you know. And I said, how dare you, sir? You just want to have <laughs> sex with me, don't you? And then, you know, in the end, we, were like, hey, we became the fort. And know? we had but, sex. Yeah. yeah. Which is why you're here, Raj. Uh, so we're all, this is the part of the show where we drop our pants and, and uh, have sex together. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, no, no, but really quick, back to my story. So, like, uh, like, like the third or fourth week, I was like, I don't have time for any of these meetings. So I was like, Oh, late night meeting on on such and such day. I'll yeah. go catch that one. And I went to that crazy one. And like at, at the tray stage, yeah. So or the next stage where we used to play. So yeah. I'd been to like three already, and after everyone, I was like, Oh wow, like. Maybe I do have a problem, like like just because you're listening to like all these like you're uh-huh. you know like in the moment and like everyone's like opening up and you're just like oh it's so sad and weird and like uh, like you examine your own life you're like what do I and I was like I don't yeah. know like this is weird <laughs> so I went into the did, cra- it, did it make you want to drink more well that exactly <laughs> like like here's the thing. I mean going to a crazy no, AA meeting at night uh, it might make you want to just go home and forget yeah. everything yeah, yeah, yeah. someone would get up on stage <laughs> and be you. telling their someone would be ta- telling their 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 story about like when they hit rock bottom and all this stuff. I couldn't hear them because there was like someone next to me who smelled so bad that like I was just like I I I I, I like I need New York. Like I wanted to, <laughs> I was I definitely wanted to York. Yeah. And everyone was talking like throughout the whole thing because they're crazy. I don't, like I'm not sure anybody was talking to anybody. Some people they were, were just, talking yeah. to themselves. Yeah, it yeah. was just nuts. 
And then at the end of that one, I was just like, I've never wanted to drink so much in all my <laughs> life. Like, so stressful and crazy. So you literally uh, had to go to AA. <laughs> yeah. To drink more. Yeah. Did you have uh, a you had spon- to go to AA after that AA? Yeah. <laughs> did you did you have a sponsor or anything? Like, do they do? Is that no? I, basically, I just went to go get my 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 yeah. card signed, and I was just like, well, you know, it just made me aware. I mean, it, it's yeah. definitely something good for anybody to go check out at yeah. least once. Yeah, got a ton of material out of it. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's why. No, but but yeah, it was it was definitely weird. Um, and then the other thing, what you were talking about with the <laughs> with the, the guy hitting on you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, one time, this was back during the MySpace days. Uh, someone had like posted a thing. It was like, oh, like a uh, free trial with a personal trainer, and it was like, uh-huh. get like, f- like four or six weeks for like twenty five, for like twenty five dollars. Yeah, it was like really cheap, and I was like, yeah. oh, I'm a fat piece of shit. Let's do it. And then um, I went and met with the guy, and he was very flamboyant, and I was just like, oh, whatever, uh-huh. he's here to, like, I don't care. And so like every time like I was like doing an exercise, like he would like grab my waist to to fix my posture and stuff mm. and just in the back of my head i'm definitely not homophobic but in the back <laughs> of my head i'm like hey what gives and then i'm like oh he's a personal trainer like relax so like, okay whatever <laughs> and then uh, you know I'd be doing some other exercise and you know he adjusts me and i'm like oh what are you doing and then mm-hmm. i'm like oh quit being stupid oh like, yeah, yeah okay <laughs> and then uh like and then like uh like after like towards the end uh just like in my head it was just a stupid thought i was just like he never hit on me. I was like, "Is it? Was it because I was fat?" Like, <laughs> I was like, "I was just like, I'm like we we had good chemistry. Like, what would he hit on me?" Yeah, it's always you, you nice. Don't to, it's always nice to be noticed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Flattery comes in many forms. I know. Yeah. I, I felt the effort should have been counted for something. I guess it's really bad when you when you get turned down by a girl that you like if you're straight. But it's even worse if you get turned down by a gay guy. Well, in other words, in the sense that like you're not trying. I didn't get but... turned down. I. It, it was more like a uh, a throwaway thought that I had. But you did, I, you did feel rejected. Though. You feel rejected. I though. mean, I. That's that's my point. I wrote a couple poems. It's not like you asked. I, love I never sent it to him. It's not like you asked him out on a date, but you felt rejected that you didn't. I wasn't rejected. That you spent I, I all that time together, and he didn't develop a little crush on you. Yeah, that part of that part of that hurt a little bit. No, Just, it's no, not at all. <laughs> what just about say. the poems? What you wrote the poems? Well, he he blocked his Facebook page now, so I'm just like, ah. Now do I add him as a friend? Now it's now it's all weird. I've been looking at my my Facebook page lately. I've been getting like um these weird like fruit sent to me. Fruit? Yeah. Have you guys had this like where people send you fruit? No, no. It's virtual fruit. It's not yeah. fruit that you can uh... eat. It's virtual meat. I remember a lot of stuff like that on MySpace where people like send you a snowball or a. Or no, that, that was on Facebook. It was it was weird. But as far as fruit recently, I haven't gotten mm. like uh, fake stuff in a long time. Mm-mm. Well, anyway, I just thought it was weird. Like, you guys never had it? I mean, because, like, seriously, they send you oranges or they send you eggs from a farm that they have. No. But it's not like you can eat anything on Facebook. I mean, no, it's just like one know. of those fake gifts you get. Like, I don't yeah, know. But so I'm, just I'm sending you. you some orange chicken tomorrow. Motherfucker. He's going to get an actual virus from the, from the <laughs> computer virus. Maybe if any of you listeners out there, I think this is just kind of silly. I mean, like, do you get it from like. I get it from friends, like, like r- Facebook people I know. Like I, lame I, people that you don't yeah, really they, talk to? Like, what happened is, like, these Facebook people, they have these little games they play. They'll set up farms. Yeah, I've heard of farm. Okay, and then Farmville, they have some that, chickens yeah. that will uh, lay eggs. Okay, okay, okay. okay. 
and then I'll get some of their eggs. Yeah, and I'm like, great. Oh, wait, you don't. What am I going to do with the eggs? You don't play the farm game, do you? No, I don't. But some of my friends do. They're trying to get you to play. Yeah, but they send me fucking eggs. So it's really. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Hey, hey, Mike, I don't mess with that with that nerd shit. But the nerd shit I do mess around with. I went to Comic Con. Uh, last oh, that's week. right. You, you did. did, yeah, yeah, and it was so awesome because I got to see the. I got for some reason I don't know why because normally they play the trailers of movies at Comic Con. Yeah, and for some reason they show the ending of the Last Exorcism. Oh, the movie oh. coming out. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah it, w- it was pretty cool. Well, I oh, I, cool. I, I hope you uh, illegally recorded it. In of a course, bo- in bootleg form. You did. Oh, of course. Why else would I be there? Right. Awesome. <laughs> My right. goal. My goal is to ruin everything. Um, but yeah, so uh, here, uh, here, uh, here's my iPod, Mike. Uh, yeah. yeah, spoiler, listeners. <laughs> this is exactly, <laughs> exactly the way the the last exorcism ends. Okay, <laughs> uh, pop it in, no and here it goes. Play. The church sent me to accompany you, but I'm not sure what help I can be. I've never dealt with an exorcism before, which is precisely why you are very respected, and I need youthful strength and support. You never know what you'll face in these situations. The last one almost killed me. Thank you so much for coming, fathers. My daughter is right up the stairs. How long has she been possessed? Since 7 p.m. My God, it's horrifying. With God on our side, there is nothing we can't overcome. Please be careful. I just want my Melinda back to normal. Don't be fooled by what you see and hear. Satan will stop at nothing to take a soul. Let's go. (laughs) Well, it's just like man to turn to God when he's truly scared. (laughs) We're not scared, demon. Father Kyle, I recognize you. You have your father's eyes. I see them crying every day here. In hell! (laughs) How dare you! I'll murder you, you- Pay no attention to her. The demon inside her will do and say anything to manipulate your emotions. Father Robert, so nice to see you. It's a shame the priest's uniform covers up so much of your body. You never get to show off that sweet ZZ top tattoo you have. What? Really? I don't have a ZZ Top tattoo. Yes, you do. Yes, he does. It's on his upper left shoulder. Let's see it, Padre. By the powers of our Lord Jesus Christ, I command you, demon, to... You change the subject pretty fast there, Father Robert. You really like ZZ Top that much? I don't have a ZZ Top tattoo. She's just trying to distract us. It's okay if you do. Eliminator is one of my favorite albums. Please be quiet. Can I see it? Leave. Please leave. Fine. Welly, welly, welly. Now there's only two, or should I say one and a half, right, Father Kyle? Your father always said you were half a man for joining the priesthood. (laughs) It's true. Pull yourself together. (laughs) Oh, Father Robert, someone is here to speak to you. (laughs) Robert, I miss you. Mom? Yes, it is me. I love you so much. I love you too. 
Are you still putting socks that you masturbate into under the bed? Oh, stop it! I only ask because Sparky likes to chew your socks, the ones that you masturbate into. I said stop it! And you don't want him to get sick like he did the last time. He re- Remember when he chewed those socks that you masturbated into? It hurt his stomach. Why don't you just put them in the hamper when you're done? Father Carr, pray with me. God, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Shut the window! Ow! I opened it for a reason. Father Robert just farted. I did not. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You had a cob salad from the Cheesecake Factory an hour before you came. Oh, jeez. I, I can taste the hard-boiled egg, Father. Oh, okay. Crack the window open a little bit. Oh my god, she puked on us! So sorry, I just remember Father Robert in his ballet recital. I got a little woozy. Curse you, devil! I'm the one cursed with the image of you in tights. Yuck. Sprinkle holy water on her and let's pray! The power of Christ compels you! 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 Oh my god, she's floating! The power of Christ compels you! She's floating out the window! Christ compels you! Later, suckers! See you soon! In hell! Don't let her go! No, she's too far for me to reach! Oh, I'm a spirit. I don't need this body anymore. Oh, I'm alive! Good God! How is she? Well, good news. The demon is gone. Bad news. Father Robert's fart is still here. Uh. Ugh. Uh. Wow. Yeah, so when are we going to go see it? Well, I guess we don't have to see it now. We yeah. we know how it ends. Got the best parts. Yeah. yeah you basically but how did she get possessed? Movie. I mean, did she... Uh... Uh, is that really the most interesting part of an exorcism movie? Well, is how they get possessed? Well, mainly because I didn't see how she did. I know how it ends, so <laughs> I'd like that's to see more the, interesting now. <laughs> I like to see the scene of the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they I, I hope we see a lot yeah, of Father Robert. Extra blue cheese. Extra, extra egg. Ed, <laughs> did, you used to work at the Cheesecake Factory, didn't you? Yes, I did a... Th- actually, I did a uh, almost three year tour, tour of duty because after your first year you get a pin yeah. and at three years you get a sweatshirt and I vowed if I got that three year sweatshirt I was going to hang myself with it you know it's, <laughs> it's kind of weird like when I whenever I've been to the Cheesecake Factory the, the menu is so enormous yep uh, I felt like if you're going to be a waiter there you might as well become a constitutional lawyer. No, <laughs> because like you're memorizing just yeah. as much shit. Sure. No, it's uh, two weeks of classroom training. I mean, it's crazy. Like the menu. Two weeks of yeah. classroom training. Yeah, it's awful uh, because I still remember acronyms for stuff that's in food, and that's... that was in 2000. Let's Come hear some. Hit it! Hit it! Like uh, okay, like uh, the avocado egg rolls because uh, everyone that's eaten there has had those. I've, so I like those. Actually, so it's yeah. like two reds, two greens, and. Uh, Tamarind dip and sauce. So, like the two reds are the tomato, sun dried tomato, and uh, and red pepper, uh-huh. and the two greens are cilantro and avocado. Wow! And then the tamarind dip and sauce. Or there would be stuff like uh, Pepsi the baby elephant, which would be like like some pasta. So it would be like penne pasta. Like uh, maybe I don't remember what it stands yeah. for, but it tomato, was like tomato, basil, uh, and eggplant. What? Yeah, Pepsi there the you baby go. elephant. Yeah. The menu, the menu was like thirty pages long. Yeah. Have you guys yeah. ever seen the show um, Kitchen Nightmares, where uh, no. with Gordon Ramsay? Gordon Ramsay, where, where he, where he goes, goes and he fixes help. like yeah. the. Uh, okay. Never seen it. 
And like, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, like one thing that he always does, like he goes to these restaurants and they're having trouble and usually like the menu is too big or whatever. So he simplifies the whole thing. But it's amazing, like, that the Cheesecake Factory with a 30-page menu does so well. Ed, you work there. Do they have, like, a minion in the kitchen that's cooking? It can't be uh, one. It can't be a couple guys. No, there's, like, 20. Yeah. There's stations. There's, there's like, the salad station. Yeah. There's, like, three guys in each station. There's the the grill station. There's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's. It sucks. It's a horrible company. Like they make sure yeah. that no people only work uh, like thirty four hours. So anybody, so, uh, so nobody gets uh-huh. a chance to get insurance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, benefits. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, they make you buy these shoes so you don't slip. But they make the floors out of marble, so you slip unless you buy those shoes. Yeah. Does it does it pay well though? Because I mean, wouldn't it? No, it's awful. So and, like, and then, but uh, wouldn't you I've want got... a waiter somewhere else where it's like a smaller menu? Yeah, but when you live in L.A., it's yeah. uh, you're like, oh, they'll hire me. Okay, well, yeah. let's do Did it. Did you work at the one in Beverly Hills? Brentwood. Brentwood. Okay. But the thing about uh-huh. uh, the thing about that is like the uniform is like get... a white shirt, white pants, white apron. Uh-huh. It sucks. But it really, like uh, when you work there, what really like gets you is when you find out that the reason why the uniform is like that is because the founder's wife wanted the owners to look like little pieces of cheesecake on the floor so uh-huh. when you're getting dressed is that you're, real? you're just like oh my god i'm supposed to be a little piece of cheesecake you're like you're like weird yeah yeah it oh. is not That's such an odd concept yeah. yeah yeah it just sounds awful all around yeah <laughs> but but do you get good tips though because the no it's just, awful but the, but the food prices are pretty expensive though like yeah little... but it, it's a big chain so it's free it's, food it, it's no <laughs> no half price half no price. It, it, it as as they say it there it's uh high class food for low class people oh huh it's a it's a good tagline <laughs> <laughs> That's why you don't well, see too many commercials for the Cheesecake yeah. Factory. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it is a step above your TGI Fridays, and that I think the food is better. I mean, I haven't been to, to in a while. yeah Olive yeah, Garden but, or Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, Which one would but, you? Uh, but it's like uh, yeah. it's like a uh, where Cheesecake Factory is like a big fat girl, and mm-hmm. TGI Fridays is a big fat girl with an STD. So it's like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get screwed sure either way. Yeah. 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 In Salinas, like if you're under 21, there's nothing for you to do. Yeah. So what we would do as under 21 year olds, we would go to um, the TGI Fridays, and there's like windows all the way around the restaurant, uh-huh. and so we would go eat and you know, potato skins or whatever. And then in the bar, every Friday and Saturday night, like you, it was like every like 20 minutes to 45 minutes, there would be a fight that would erupt. And then it would like like it would be like uh, cats and dogs would be <laughs> between just like that, that. teenager types or no like, no no well like they, we weren't or, allowed in the bar area. Oh, right, right, right. the yeah, bar yeah, area yeah, was in the you. center of yeah. the restaurant yeah yeah so we were there so you would just hear, hear the scuffle yeah. and then it would just be like cats and dogs was just that uh-huh. cloud with just like hands and feet and stuff <laughs> like coming out of the cloud uh-huh. and then it goes into the parking lot so you would get to see the whole thing travel <laughs> and then like uh, uh and then like oh, fuck you bitch and, yeah. and then like uh either cops would come or or you know they would like chill out or you know they would fight and then yeah. it's like all right cool that was the first one and then you know yeah. eat some more and then all of a sudden another one would start like it was it was yeah. it was amazingly oh, okay. terrible yeah so, so while you're inside the, inside the restaurant since there's windows all around you could you could see them travel yeah on the outside that of the was restaurant. what we did like yeah. that we <laughs> yeah. were broke <laughs> we I, I, you drink. know in my hometown in arlington where i was talking about it i mean it's like chain every chain restaurant is like there and that it's was something generica we did. yeah yeah that was something we did tgi fridays in particular yeah and i remember just there was nothing to do. I remember one time, me and my friend, we w- we were trying to sneak into the movie Leprechaun, 
<laughs> and so we bought the tickets. original. Yeah, the original. So we bought tickets for With toys. Jennifer Aniston, mind you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. or maybe yeah. Anne Francis from yeah. Peter's Big Adventure. Yeah. It may have been the second one, but I think it was the uh, original. Yeah, I, all, and, that um, whole series is great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I he mean, goes to the hood, let's not really, fuck around here. Yeah, yeah. Leprechaun in the hood was yeah. great. But I, I like, mean, I like when the guy he had a dress on. Uh-huh. The leprechaun did, or no? The okay. uh, one I actually the, never got to see it. One That's of the, the guys in the hood. One <laughs> yeah. of the guys in the hood. Yeah, had a dress on for some reason, uh-huh. and then he got shot by the <laughs> leprechaun, and he was dying. And his last words were like to his his like his friend. Yeah, his friend came over. and He's like, not like this man, not in a dress. <laughs> <laughs> and then he died. <laughs> Mm. Uh, it's not a horrible point one of the best lines in a movie though instead of like (laughs) not like this at the by the hands of a leprechaun (laughs) (laughs) not by the hands of a leprechaun that part doesn't bother not like this man that that one's easy to explain (laughs) not in a dress that's what's hard to explain not in a dress (laughs) is it true that the way the leprechaun was stopped was to throw shoes at him and he had to shine them that's one way you could slow him down yeah Yeah. slow him down and you know that comes from there's an old vampire lore too okay way to stop vampires you throw uh, a rope with a bunch of knots in it in front of him. I have not heard. And then of that the vampire one. has to stop, and he's got to actually. Are you untie. sure that's not a vampire boy scout? <laughs> oh, wow. No, that's that's actually in the in the old folklore. It's like they have to untie knots because yeah. they're obsessive compulsive. Uh, yeah. Also, okay. also yeah, okay. um, uh, mustard seeds too. Like yeah. if, like if you're out in the out in the woods walking yeah. down a scary road. Yeah. And, Vampires coming at you. Throw throw a bunch of mustard seeds. They have on the to ground, count them, and they have to pick them up and count all the yep. mustard seeds. Or yeah. or if you throw a, a stupid Pacific Northwestern uh, pasty girl at her, <laughs> like that'll <laughs> slow them down. Which which means to say, like, I mean, vampires are really cool. It would suck to be one though. Yeah, I'd hate to count mustard seeds. Actually, uh, one of my favorite old timey folklore ones was like from that same book. Yeah. It was like a, a vampire can't call your name twice. So if you're out on the like mm-hmm. a scary road out in the middle of nowhere, like you hear somebody go like like Mike, and you're like like don't answer, and like if if you don't hear him call Mike again, then it's a vampire. Really? But if it goes Mike, then like twice, you know, you like, know oh, okay, it's a friend. Okay, phone that's phone like phone a great phone. ad for a phone company. Our competitor. It's like blah, Kevin, and then you're like. <laughs> I was just pantomiming on the microphone, <laughs> like the two different people on the phone not talking. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, Raj. I'm, we interrupt. You were going to sneak in to see Leprechaun. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, anyway, we bought yeah. tickets for uh, Toys, which has LL Cool J and Robin Williams. In yeah. It. Oh, and that. Then, toy, I remember yeah. Toys. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we we got into Leprechaun, and the guy just busted us, and so we were like, well, we don't even want to watch Toys. So we just went. To, <laughs> we went to TGI Fridays, which was right there. That was nice. It's just there's there was like. Either go it's to the where everybody alley. ends up. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. or go to a chain. Yeah, our town had a bowling alley. Yeah, yeah, that was the main hangout. I, I took my roommate to the airport uh, to LAX mm-hmm. a couple days ago, and as I was driving back, I passed by not a TGI Fridays, but a Magic Johnson's TGI Fridays. I didn't. I think Wait. I heard of that. Yeah. And I'm, wait, now hold on a second. Like he did he buy part of the brand or something? I don't or? know, but it was yeah. There's a bunch of them. Yeah. It was in an urban <clears> area, but yeah. but I was just like, how does it? How is it different in this one? Uh, you know, from the, all the other TGI Fridays. I don't know. I, yeah. I would have Maybe no idea. I never uh, even knew about it. Only, and only... the sad part is I kind of wanted to fill out an application because I'm desperate for money these days. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, you got you got fired, Ed. Do you want to... Oh, yeah. Do you care Do you care to talk about it or is it still fresh? Ugh. Is it a fresh wound? I Seriously, like, it's been, like, causing me so much stress. I don't want to talk about it, but uh, I will relive it. Wonderful. Well, it happened like this. 
Needless to say, your service here has been valuable, but unfortunately, we're letting you go. But we do want to work out a generous severance package for you. Ed, I should attend to this. I wouldn't if it wasn't important. Oh, uh, okay, sure. Yes, well, go to Blockbuster. B-Buster will have it. No, rent the Hurt Locker. Oh, and also rent Major League. Whew, it's moving out of the Forest of Residence. Now, where was I? You are firing me. Letting you go. We're not firing you. Everyone here loves you, pal. God, I do enjoy the motion picture Major League. Excuse me, sorry to interrupt, but I have something to tell you. It's that thing we were talking about. You don't mind, Ed, do you? Uh, okay, go ahead. Let's hear it, Veronica. Well, I looked it up, and the Jerky Boys are still making comedy CDs. Hot damn, you know what to do. I'll order them right away, sir. Ed, do you recall the Jerky Boys? Vaguely. They were the guys who made those prank calls. Exactamundo. If it weren't for the caller ID, the Jerky Boys would be bigger than God right now. Uh, I don't know about that. But look, can we just... What is it now? Oh, it's my Mama Celeste lasagna. You want half? Cooked it in the toaster oven, not the microwave. No, I don't want half. Come on, Ed, get some. I cooked in the T.O. You know how the toaster oven does it? Nice and crispy at the edges? Hey, you know what would be nuts? If Mama Celeste and Chef Boyardee got married, that'd be crazy! We were talking about my severance. Boy, I just love lasagna. I swear, Ed, I must be one part human and two parts Garfield. Look, I don't want to jeopardize my severance package, but you're acting rude, and you're not taking this seriously. This is not how you let someone go. You can't eat lasagna and order Jerky Boy CDs. I mean, this is ridiculous. I haven't even thought of the Jerky Boys in like 10 years. You're right. You have my deepest apologies. I'm going to call in Hank. There's something you need to hear from me. Hank, get in here. Let's see it, Hank. Do your magic. Watch, Ed. Hank does the best impression of that guy in those men's warehouse ads. You'll love the way you look. I guarantee it. Was that not dead on or what? Doesn't that make you feel better, Ed? Hank, thanks for the laughs. You are dismissed. <laughs> Thank you. You know what, Mr. Forrester? This is ridiculous. Are you taking this seriously? Is this about the lasagna, Ed? Because you're still welcome to some. No! Okay, I see what's going on. I'm no fool. I've seen the movie Major League, and what's going on here is a lot like when Corbin Burson's character was mad at Charlie Sheen's character for sleeping with his wife, but then just before Charlie Sheen's big pitch. This is not like Major League. I'm being fired or let go, so can we get to the severance? You're right. I've acted inconsiderate. Everything you need is in this envelope. Go on, open it. It's a DVD. That's not even labeled. It's not just a DVD. That's season one of Reba, the WB's longest-running sitcom. Reba? That canceled show? I don't even watch that. I know. That's why I got it for you. It'll be all new to you. Is this a joke? You know, Ed, I'm telling you, whether you want to admit it or not, our situation is a lot like Major League. Remember when Lou, the manager... No, we're not like Major League. At all. Okay, Ed. Let's talk. This has got to be about the lasagna. Like I said, you can have some. Okay, I give up. Pass the lasagna. Great. And hey, if you want to come over tonight and watch Major League... Fine. Well, that wasn't so bad. I mean, at least you got some food out of it. I hope the lasagna was good. Yeah. That was a severance package. Oh. Did the lasagna last a little bit? Until I got hungry again. So, two meals. Yeah, don't work for Blue Cross. Uh, that's how they treat you, and uh, <laughs> and and the lasagna was still frozen in the middle. I would have never guessed that was Blue Cross. That was best. Yeah, that was terrible. 
Yeah. Raj, the, uh, we were talking before the show, and you actually did get fired uh, in a case where a guy was yeah. eating while he was talking to you. It, tell us about that. I was working at a, uh, a uh, tele-fundraising place, and they do <laughs> fundraising for, you know, uh, some causes, you know, probably you'd agree with, some you wouldn't, uh, mm-hmm. and they just mm-hmm. take their money. And uh, it's just, I don't know, people have worked in telemarketing or whatever. But, but it's a lot of cold calling, right? exclusively cold con- yeah. no not a lot actually it's people who've already donated to that group like like we did uh, stuff for yeah. uh what's that colonial town in <laughs> colonial williamsburg <laughs> so like people had already donated Pretty colonial. To- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people who had already donated uh to that we would call up and be like hey can you use more money or whatever right and um I just I do not recommend that work. I know Cheesefake Factory sounds che- Cheesefake Factory uh, sounds I, horrible, I, but I do not. Cheesefake Factory is a completely worse. I worked for a sales guy once, and um, I had to make cold calls, and it was a very specific uh, industry, though. Uh, but I hated it. I it was horrible. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's got to be one of the worst. You know, it basically the truth be told, like there was a group of us that all got they hire anybody, and they have a quiz that you take in the beginning kind of about American politics because a lot of the fundraising for politics. And it's just like, it's like if you can't get like half, you know, all questions right, you're a total idiot. It's like, uh, what is, what are the two parts of Congress or whatever? You know, it's like, it's like that simple. So they do have some, one of the, one of the questions should be, do you fear rejection? Yeah, (laughs) I know that's because honestly, like if you're cold calling, like, man, that, you know, it, it probably make you a better dater because, like, I you know, if you're a cold caller, you're just so used to getting rejected. I think you're oh, right. Yeah. At it, some it, point, yeah. it just numbs you, and like you could yeah, probably yeah. go out and do anything you want. You're totally right, yeah. and it's a certain personality. I remember the one guy from our group who was really good that got trained. I was like, oh, this guy's really good at this. He keeps yeah. getting like these donations, and I was like, but he kind of has a grating, annoying personality, yeah, which is sort of the personality you need to be. Well, yeah, because probably like people yeah. just donate to get you off the phone yeah yeah. Like they can't. And, yeah and i i just they had this rule maybe you've heard of it the three ask rule like i don't know if you noticed it you'll notice it it's the stores. same rule in comedy you know three, yeah, the, yeah. Rule um, threes. <laughs> the rule of threes it's kind of weird isn't it is this funny are you sure <laughs> <laughs> really but it on, is it's very is strange though there is yeah. a but there the, is the, a the that three, three is rule. a magic yeah. number yeah. in everything it's yeah. very odd like by the time the by the third time they asked or that they say that they don't want it like you third, have, third yeah. time's you, you a charm can, you right? can't or you can't ask more than three times you you want to do it three times and you want to keep lowering the amounts like <laughs> are you prepared to make a donation to colonial Williamsburg in the amount of five thousand dollars they're like uh no and then you're like how about 200 like it's structured a certain way to get them to go <laughs> that's quite well, a drop. i guess that's okay yeah <laughs> and then um but i just i i have a problem with negotiating i just i'm the worst at it i'm just like i take i take no for an answer all the time like from girls <laughs> from anything i'm and they'd be like, no. And I'd be like, yeah, that sounds reasonable. I mean, I just <laughs> called you and you, I asked you if you didn't want to do it. So, I mean, why would I keep asking? That's, yeah. that's how I think. I'm just, like, I know. was the same way. Like, if yeah. I was like, in your shoes, I yeah. would Raj, say no, too. Yeah. Raj, I realize I can never be, like, a salesman. Exactly. Because, like, yeah. I, it's a certain type I, of... I will not, like, push someone, yeah. you know. I don't, yeah. I don't but, believe but, in any Because I hate it myself. I hate it. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And I think that... When people say no, they mean it. I don't think they're lying to you, but hey, that's the whole no, thing. But, but that, no but means I've heard, no. But I've, heard, <laughs> but I've heard you like trying to ask out girls. I was like, so are you prepared for anal? <laughs> well, then, are you prepared for regular <laughs> yeah, vaginal right. sex? Right. Then so then, uh, okay, okay. Right. Uh, uh, so, uh, oh, so uh, you, uh, you so went maybe, to UCLA. Yeah. So 
I guess you're prepared to jerk me off with your feet. <laughs> there. Thank you so much. Well, okay, a, you'll get an invoice in the mail soon. Well, in that case, it's good that you take no for an answer because otherwise you end up in jail and, you know, you get... <laughs> but it yeah. is it is like yeah. a tiered system. It's like a pyramid. In other words, you start at the pinnacle and then you just come down yeah. lower and yeah. lower. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's all people who are home during daytime is yeah. basically who you're connecting with. So it tends to be retired people... And comedians. Who, and comedians, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, or both. You know, it's funny you mentioned... Because this, this job is for basically like I had negative money I was I was able to make a living as a comedian for a while like doing colleges and then I was like wow, sure. I just lost I have no money like what happened like it just went away like in a month or something and I had car problems and stuff and I was like I need something tomorrow so I just called they have ads on Craigslist I mean they, they hire anyone and then they and they hire a huge pool of people like say 20 people and they fire about 18 of them within two to three weeks and uh, and I was fired and uh, while I was being fired, and the guy that fires people probably does it, you know, most people fire people once a, every few months or something, mm-hmm. or around a layoffs or something. This guy does it every week. Like, he's so relaxed, and he was eating. It's like uh, in the movie, uh, George Clooney, In the Air. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like you just get numb to it. This guy that's used yeah. to doing it. Yeah, yeah. and he mm-hmm. just yeah. fired me. He was just eating. Just eating the microwave food. Yeah, just... And he promised me to pay me for, uh, f- I was fired on Thursday. He's like, well, we're going to get you the check for tomorrow, too. And I was like, well, I guess I can't get mad at the guy. But I was pretty <laughs> mad. I would have said something. They probably do that on know. purpose. Oh, uh, so I, you don't get mad. Yeah, yeah. Good call. And I mean, the thing is, he showed me my number. Like, they show you your numbers of the amount of donations you're getting per call. And he's like, well, this is the this is the average, and this is you. And I was like, hey, you should really fire me. I am not. <laughs> so I am not, <laughs> you can't even negotiate that. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was like, I am not hitting the numbers at all. <laughs> this is the average. Um, this is a donkey. <laughs> and then this is your numbers. <laughs> this, is, this is the chair that was empty. Well, the, don- the donkey has a really annoying the voice. The chair got That's $5 a week. <laughs> so i mean i couldn't i just couldn't even argue with him and then i was like all right well i do want i guess i guess in some ways i sacrificed my dignity for the check on friday which was only 80 dollars minus is 10 bucks an hour it's not even right. like that much money but i, was I like, would slit right. your throat for 80 dollars right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah when you're negative that's, a, that's an awesome yeah that's an awesome yeah. number yeah uh raj thank you so much for coming on the show yeah. uh yeah, it was a pleasure uh, is there anything you want to plug or what what you have going on uh, websites. Yeah, anything. websites. Yeah, I would. Please. I mean, I have. How shows. can I get my Raj fix? I don't have a website, but I'm heavily social networked. It's Raj Desai. You can just Google Very me, cool. and I'll yeah. be the first hit. Or on don't... Twitter at uh, underscore yeah. Raj, Raj Desai. Desai. Yeah, and let's spell that Raj R A J R A J, and my last name is Desai D E S A I. And uh, don't confuse me with the professor of economics at Georgetown. I saw that when I googled. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like the yeah. third guy that comes up. But actually, you're first. You're, yeah, you're first, I feel second. I feel bad for him. He's third. <laughs> he's third, and then there's like your fourth, fifth, and sixth, yeah. and all that. And you got yeah. all these images. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you're doing pretty well on Google. Yeah, I am. I yeah. mean, my my last name isn't that common in India, but my first name. I mean, that's like it may be like after Muhammad, the most common name in the world. You know, so yeah. he's making the, the sweet Google cash. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I know. Yeah, you should be cash. Uh, I mean, you're all over on Google. Yeah, man. but I really do kind of feel sorry for that guy because he's right in the not, middle. He's right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten uh, when MySpace was a th- you know was happening. I got a couple of MySpace where people were like I saw you speak at the, <laughs> the economic symposium on this and that. I'm like, you confused me for this. Are you a total <laughs> idiot? Like, my MySpace page has a picture of me next to like a Han Solo doll or whatever. It's like this guy. What economic? I wouldn't even want to hire an economist. You know, that had a I'm, MySpace page. You know, Rod. So. I'm glad you're mentioning this too because I had a like 
beyond this point of the show, I had a whole bunch of economic questions. For you. <laughs> that's right. Like you I was going to ask you, me. you know, what we should be supply and you know, demand, supply and demand right. in the that's future, right. and and uh, I was looking to com- you know like networking space and things because, but you know. What's so I'm glad. I mean, yeah, you yeah, saved yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You saved me from right, embarrassment. Good, yeah. good, this good, is an economics good. podcast, this by the way. Economics. So, <laughs> the whole episode's been ruined. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're but, deeply into numbers on this show. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The fort's next door. You want to <laughs> talk to those guys? <laughs> <laughs> one house over. Yeah. Well, anyway, Raj, thank you so much. Thank you it's very a much pleasure to have you on the show. Raj Desai, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. So that was our show, everybody. One more time, I want to say thank you to Raj Desai for coming on the show. Uh, I wonderful also, man. Uh, beautiful. Such a great kisser, too. So warm, firm, and grace. He, he yeah. kissed you, too? Yeah. Aw. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. He has so much love to give. I thought he, I was his first. <laughs> you didn't kiss me. Oh, well, it's because you're sick. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> you you got to tickle uh, him. I also want to thank uh, Half-Ass Productions for their uh, second episode of Lauren Holly. Yeah, keep sending us your stuff, Half-Ass Productions. We'll yeah. get it done. I really like it. I really, I'm, I'm intrigued. I started watching Dexter recently, uh-huh. and I mean, I, I know I'm behind the times, but I'm like really hooked. But Lauren Holly has me hooked more. I like want to hear more episodes from Lauren Holly. Yeah, I, I just started watching Three's Company. I'm really hooked. Hope, oh, I hope great the show. You're gonna never, love it. I hope the landlords never find out that he's actually straight. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I've seen. I've seen the end. I won't spoil it. Yeah, I won't spoil it <laughs> either. Uh, if you're in the Los Angeles area, please come out to the Punk House, which is my live stand-up show, where uh, the Fort actually is performing more and more now. And uh, it's every Wednesday night at 9 at the Westside Comedy Theater in Santa Monica. Go to westsidecomedy.com. Or um, also, uh, please be a fan of us or join our uh, Facebook group and uh, follow us on Tumblr and Twitter uh, at the Fortcast. And uh, write in your suggestions, write in your hey, we're doing the show for you guys, yeah. So, uh, so, so send in some nudie pictures already, yeah, yeah, yeah. ladies. Uh, we're accepting, uh, uh, send your panties and and I'll be and, honest, and, I, I and do erotica. Show a little bit for me, I enjoy it so much, but uh, no, this fucking shit blows. <laughs> as soon as I get a nudie picture, I'm out of here. But listen, I, I want uh, some crusty panties, write in your comments, it helps us, crusty panties, even if they're bad, write them in, yeah, it helps us learn, L- <laughs> learn with us, <laughs> write it on a pair of crusty panties, yeah. anyway. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. Have a great week, see you next time. Oh.